Hello again, Braves country. Today is November 3rd, 2021, and this is the Braves Craze podcast. So, in case you weren't watching, something big happened last night. Before we get into that, though, uh, I will say please give this podcast a follow. Uh, take a look at this podcast, subscribe to it, if you will, and give me a follow on Twitter at Dr. Braves. So, if you weren't watching or if you weren't on the planet last night, uh, you might not have known the Atlanta Braves are your 2021 world champions. Let me say that one more time. The Atlanta Braves are your 2021 baseball world champions. So I guess this makes this a world championship podcast today or a world series podcast. I guess I've never done a world championship podcast before, so that's pretty exciting to say. Uh, But what a series, right? Uh, We're going to analyze the world series, the playoffs a little bit in this podcast as we talk here a little bit and, and kind of gloat, honestly, on our season. Uh, let's talk about the game last night first, though. Uh, you know, what a game. Game six back in Houston. Uh, the Braves did not finish game five. Uh, came out flat in game five again at, at, at Truist in Atlanta. Would have been great to do it at the home place in front of the home crowd, but certainly going back to Houston, uh, basically putting their foot down and, and, and really assert, asserted themselves in game six. In Houston was it was a big deal. Uh, let's talk about that game. Like I said, let's start with Max Freed. Uh, Max Freed, we needed a big outing from Max Freed. We got that, but it was rocky early on. Uh, Max gave up a hit to lead off the game. Uh, then had a ground ball where he covered first, to, and Freddie makes kind of an awkward throw to Max. Uh, Max got there a bit late. Max's foot or ankle got stepped on, as you may have seen at first base, and it looked really ugly. Honestly, thought Max was hurt. Uh, he got spiked pretty good. Uh, I saw a few folks tweeting about the bloody ankle. Is he going to have a bloody ankle, uh, a la Kurt Schilling from back in the day? Uh, I wasn't sure Max was going to walk away. Uh, and consequently, when they looked at the replay, I think the batter was out, the runner was out. Uh, but they called him safe. There was no review. So two on, nobody out. Max did stay in the game, obviously, was okay. And, and for whatever reason, this really, really fired Max up. Uh, you saw Max hitting 97, 98 miles an hour uh, in the first inning and just big-time pitching, big-time velocity to get out of that, that jam in the first inning. And Max never looked back from that point. Uh, you know, he, he went six strong, uh, walked no one, just was, was incredible. His pitch count was down the whole night. I, I really wanted Snit to stay with him longer than six, uh, but Snit's kind of got locked into this Let's take them out and bring that bullpen rotation kind of guys in there, starting with Matzik this time. Um, but, you know, Max Free was, was really the star of the game, I thought. Uh, and there's some more stars we'll talk about, but, but certainly the Braves needed either Max Freed or Ian Anderson, uh, one, to step up in game six or game seven. Uh, we didn't get to see Ian in game seven, although Ian did pitch very well earlier in, in, the, in the week and actually had five no-hit innings uh, in a previous World Series game at home. So, but Max Freed answered the bell, gave Braves, gave the Braves fans and his team what he needed, and looked like the true ace that he's become for this team. So, uh, I think Max was was the star of the game. Uh, let's talk about some other things happened though in the game. Uh, the home run by Jorge Soler, my goodness. Uh, first of all, the at bat where Jorge uh, fouled off pitches, worked the count, got the count back. I believe, to a full count before he, he got the slider that hung a little bit and just absolutely hit a monster home run over the left field uh, roof, basically. The wall's lower down, then there's the train 
uh, area, and Jorge cleared it all. And honestly, from, from a back view of that home run that we may have seen on Twitter or posted somewhere, the ball was kind of still rising as it left uh, the stadium and going out on, on the, onto the sidewalk and the road. They, they listed that home run about 445 feet. I'm going to tell you what, that home run was not 445 feet, buddy. That home run was, was 475 to 500. He crushed that thing. And, again, I, I can't give you a guarantee how far it went, but I think it went more than 445 for sure. One of the longest home runs I've ever seen uh, on the way park in Houston. Uh, they showed the Pujols home run, which was very similar to it from years back when Albert was younger. Uh, they looked similar, although I think Jorge's may have been harder. It may have been uh, the exit velocity looked, looked like to me it was more. I never saw, saw an exit velo on that, but, but it got out in a hurry. And Jorge's reaction as he hit the ball, you know, he kind of stood there a minute, had a few words to say, uh, rounded the bases, and that set the Braves on fire. Uh, it seemingly kind of broke Houston's will as well uh, for him to just work that count, uh, be so patient, and then hit that ball that far at that time in the game. It was a huge, huge blow for the Braves and Jorge Soler. Uh, we saw Max Free, I'm sorry, we saw Dansby and Freddie get in on the home run act as well. Uh, great to see Freddie with a, uh, a long home run there in, in his last uh, game of the season. And we'll talk about Freddie in a little bit, but, uh, you know, Freddie Freeman deserves the World Series championship, deserved to, to be one of the guys that got to, to star late in that game, and, and, and Freddie was really, really good uh, tonight and for most, the most part in the playoffs as well. Uh, but but Solaire ends up with the MVP of the World Series award, uh, three home runs uh, for the series. Uh, I think the batting average over 300, so he was quite good uh, for, for the Braves in the series. So uh, go back a little bit into a few of the other games. Ian Anderson uh, had a very, very nice outing earlier in the week. Uh, like I said, no hitter through five and was pulled by Snit. Uh, and I want to discuss that. There, there was a bit of a, a pattern here for Snit of, of not giving guys – uh, a chance to stay or having a short leash. Uh, and I also thought, like I said, I thought Max was pulled a bit too early in game six. But uh, baseball's changed, man. It's really changed. I don't know if it was the COVID year last year where uh, everything was just sort of different and we, we had a different way of doing things and, and a shorter season. And now they're out there long again. But, but for whatever reason, teams are just not letting starters go deep into games. And, and you know, the Braves only went into the playoffs with – I guess three real starters are in the World Series, and that was Morton, Freed, and Ian Anderson. Uh, you know, you know it was hurt in the NLCS and, and was left off the roster because of a technicality. He may, be a, he may have been hurt and, and couldn't have pitched anyway. I don't know. But uh, we did pull Tucker Davison in uh, you know, to replace an injured Charlie Morton who broke his leg uh, in game one, which we all know the famous uh, leg break, and, and then he pitched – Got three more outs, was hitting 97 miles, miles an hour. That's a grown man kind of deal there for Charlie Morton. Uh, so, you know, Charlie is a beast out there. But, but you know, that hurt the Braves. But, you know, the Braves bullpen was really, really good for the most part in the playoffs. And the only thing I'll really say is it looked like a few times they got tired. You know, Snit's usage of the pen and, and in particular A.J. Minter uh, in games five in Atlanta looked like he was out of gas when he was asked to come in and, and pitch, and he just didn't have the same A.J. stuff. Uh, Tyler Matzik was just silly good for the entire playoffs, man. He, he was incredible. Uh, last night he was hitting 100 uh, out there pitching in, in, in innings uh, 7 and 8, I believe he pitched uh, for the Braves, and then getting to Will Smith. Uh, so, you know, Tyler has just been great. I honestly thought Tyler had a claim as World Series, World Series MVP. 
Uh, you know, I wanted Jorge to get recognized for what he did, but I, I kind of felt like Tyler was the guy that maybe was the most important player we had. Uh, what he did for us throughout the playoffs, but in the World Series, was just uncanny. Uh, he was he was unhittable, and uh, you know, high nineties to hundred mile an hour fastball came in in high leverage spots and, and just delivered every time, time after time after time. So Tyler Madsick, probably the unsung MVP of the World Series in the playoffs, but. Solaire is certainly deserving uh, of the honor he got. So, uh, you know, congrats to the Braves. Let's talk a second. Brian Snitker, you know, I've criticized Brian a little bit, but, but everybody that listens to this podcast knows how much I love Brian Snitker. Uh, you know, a lifer, Braves guy, 40, I believe 45-plus years in the system. Uh, it's great to see him get that title uh, this quickly in, in his managerial career. I believe this is year six for Brian as Braves, skipper, including the interim year. So to, to go ahead and, and win a World Series championship in his first try uh, is amazing. And they, they mentioned last night uh, his mentor, Bobby Cox. You know, the Braves won 14 straight titles with Bobby and only got one World Series championship. And that's not a knock at Bobby Cox. Uh, it's just, it just tells you how hard it is to win. So Snit being one for one in the World Series, uh, you know, and, and one for two, I guess, in the playoffs from last year where the Braves had a shot last year. Uh, maybe it was more than two. They they got in for a third year before, but again, Snit's percentage of winning the World Series that's pretty darn good. And uh, he's a great guy. He earned his keep. He deserves it. There's no one I won't imagine this team besides Brian Snicker. So uh, that's a wonderful thing. Talk about Freddie a second. I mean, Mr. Brave, Freddie Freeman. Uh, nice to get Freddie a World Championship here for sure. Uh, he's been there from day one. Uh, being our team's MVP, uh, being the league's MVP last year, as you know. Uh, out there hitting and, and making plays. Plays a great first base, as you know. Uh, just a 300 hitter every year, pretty much in there with, with 30-plus homers, getting close to 100 RBIs if he doesn't surpass that. Uh, you know, to watch Freddie, I think, uh, as John Smoltz said last night on, on the broadcast, hit 300 this year as bad as he was for the first uh, third of the season or so. He did not play well. His average was down really low. Uh, Freddie got it up. He, he got the average up. Uh, he, he got the the home runs up, the RBIs. Uh, he hit second a lot this year, which is kind of new for Freddie. He did that a little bit last year, but, you know, uh, second and third this year for the most part. What a year for Freddie Freeman and the Braves, and Freddie got that world championship with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, talk about Ozzie Albies a second. Uh, you know, Ozzie had some big plays throughout the playoffs. He, he got a little cold in game five, looked over a match from the left side a little bit. I kind of thought when he bat, batted righty, uh, in, in game four against the right-hander for matchup purposes. He got kind of off a little bit. Uh, then the left-handed uh, Albies on, on game five just behind the ball. But he figured it out and, and hit the ball well, was on base in game six, and, and set the tables for the Braves a lot. So congrats to Ozzie. Great year of 30 homers for Ozzie Albies this year. Uh, Austin Riley, my guy, man, he, I tell you what, he, he, was, he was so good all year. He was good in the playoffs. The power numbers weren't there in the World Series. But uh, going into the game six, he was the Braves' leading hitter in the World Series with the most hits. I'm not sure if he finished that way or not, but uh, he didn't have his best game hitting uh, in game six. But certainly Austin was a great contributor. Uh, he's going to get MVP, MVP votes this year, and he should. He's going to be up there pretty high. Uh, and he probably was the team's MVP for the season this year, the way he played uh, with, in the absence of Ron Lacuna. Uh, man, Austin was incredible. Uh, let's talk about the, the acquisitions again. I know I've done that before. The four outfielders we, we brought in, Jock Peterson, Jorge Soler, 
uh, Eddie Rosario and Adam Duvall. I mean, what a job by Alex Anthopoulos, right? How could you ask for more than what AA did bringing these four guys in? And, and he gave up really not that much. Uh, you know, he, he got Eddie Rosario for, for Kung Fu Panda Sandoval, Pablo Sandoval, which is – and then he was released uh, once he was traded, so Sandoval was. So Eddie was free, kind of a salary dump to the Braves. And, and you know what Eddie, Eddie Rosario did, in particular in the NLCS. Uh, great player, great work by Eddie. Solaire, you know, I said it about Morton. I'll say it about Solaire. He's a grown man. He just goes out there and, and, and mashes the ball. What I didn't know about Jorge is how patient he is at the plate, man. His at-bats are really good. Uh, you know, we, we got him pretty cheap as well. So that, that's that's a great thing to bring Jorge in. Uh, Adam Duvall was a guy I loved last year. I talked about I wanted Adam back, and we needed Adam back. Solid, consistent, go-to-work kind of guy. Oh, by the way, led the league in RBIs this year uh, in, in, in the National League and was right up there, I think, second in home run. So Duvall, big-time year uh, with Florida or with Miami and then to Atlanta and, and down the stretch was good. Also, Adam's a good defensive player. Played a lot of center field starting out there, then, then moved over to right and, and was a good defender wherever he played. And let's not forget Jock, Jock Peterson. And I think Jock probably had the highest price tag in the trade value is uh, Bryce Ball, uh, pretty promising Braves, uh, big, and I do mean big time in size, first baseman, six foot five, six foot six guy with some Freddie Freeman looks to him and swing to him was traded for Jock. So, uh, you know, that is that was a was a price I didn't really love paying, but but Jock certainly had his moments and helped us out. Uh, I believe Jock has a option for another year on his contract, so we'll see what the Braves choose to do with Jock Peterson. But but those four guys played such a big role in the playoffs for the Braves and the World Series, and you got to give Alex Anthopoulos a huge pat on the back for making those trades and, and not giving up very much at all. You, you look at the Mets going out and trading and bringing in Baez and Lindor and trading a lot for those guys. I like our deals a lot better, and they cost a whole lot less. So, uh, And also they worked. They worked out for us in that division because we won the division, went on and won the whole darn thing. So, you know, way to go, Braves. My goodness, way to go AA with those moves. The only move you can really fault Alex for, and I guess you can't fault him, but the only thing that didn't work was the Richard Rodriguez thing. Uh, Richard failed to make the playoff rosters because of how poorly he pitched. Uh, remember, he was the Pirates' closer uh, and did not pitch effectively to the Braves at all. Uh, I still think it's weird he didn't make the roster, but uh, I can't imagine he wouldn't have been one of the better options to bring in. Uh, than some of these guys we didn't know what they were going to do, like a Dylan Lee uh, or some of these these younger kids that came up. So, you know, uh, but, but Rodriguez didn't make it, so that trade didn't really work for the Braves, but the other four certainly did uh, there. Uh, going to the lineup again, Dansby had some timely hits, including the home run yesterday. The back-to-back -back home runs uh, that Dansby had one of the other night to bring the Braves back, I believe, in game four. Uh, I believe that was Solaire and Dansby going back-to-back. -back. So, you know, he had some timely hits as well. And Travis Darno, who struggled for the playoffs for the most part, came through with some big hits also late in those games. So, uh, you know, what a season for the Braves. They only had 88 wins, I believe, uh, to win the division. But when, they, when it counted, Atlanta was accounted for. They got hot. They played well. And, and they made, made things happen. And they are your 2021 Baseball, Major League Baseball World Champions. 
So, man, what a, what, what a game, what, what a World Series, what a season for the Braves. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the adversity they, they went through as well this year. Uh, Ron Lacuna, probably their best overall player, goes down with a torn ACL about midseason, missed almost half the season on kind of a flute play in the right field where he jumped for a ball. You all remember that. Came down funny uh, and, and just, you know, had couldn't continue. Found out later that evening or the next day he had a torn ACL. Uh, the Marcelo Zuna thing with the legal troubles for Marcel, uh, where he was, you know, paid to come back to Atlanta, got a nice size contract, I believe a three-year deal, and then really didn't contribute at all. He didn't play well for a while. Then he got in trouble and was suspended, unable to play, and he's still kind of in that spot right now. We're waiting on Marcel's future to be kind of announced. Uh, you know, so, so those two guys uh, with the trouble, uh, one injured, one getting in trouble literally. Then Mike Soroka, who was counting on to be one of the Braves' two or three best pitchers, starters, uh, went down with that fr- uh, freak accident with the uh, uh, Achilles and then re-injured the Achilles, had to have another surgery. Uh, so Soroka, you know, his, his future is still bright, but the timetable is still in jeopardy. So we lost one of our best two or three starters, a guy with high expectations again. Uh, and then guys, you know, like uh, Drew Smiley, who was paid to come in and pitch uh, as a starting pitcher, just did not pan out, didn't pitch that well. Uh, he hit for a while, and then down the stretch, he got a lot of home runs and, and just was not able to come through as the Braves' fourth or fifth starter. Uh, and then the Waskar Noah situation where he injured him his hand by punching a, a bench after struggling pitching one day. Uh, which, you know, Waskar, I think, has a bright future, but but he's got to mature a little bit. Uh, and he got hurt later on with some shoulder issues in the playoffs and, and couldn't finish. But I think Waskar was a guy midseason who I thought, and I think most everybody thought, was going to be one of our top stars in the playoffs if we got there, which we obviously did. And then Waskar had some issues come on and uh, with the, the broken bone and never really got back to where he needed to be. Uh, so the Braves had to overcome so, so much. And, you know, this team just has that – has that feel and has that that about them where they just did that. You know, whatever the, the, the obstacle was, they were game. They were up to it. Uh, they found a way, and they wouldn't quit, and they are your 2021 world champions. Uh, I also got to eat a little crow here and, and say that Will Smith, who, who I have uh, basically said, you know, cue the clown music up when he comes in because it's always going to be that situation. He was flawless. Well, he wasn't flawless, but he, he did not – allow runs. He, he, he did his job well in the playoffs and the World Series. So Will Smith, good job. He still makes me nervous, there's no question, and, and I still would rather have Tyler Matzik, A.J. Mentor, or Luke Jackson out there. But Will did his thing, and, and he, he, he certainly was, was very, very good in the playoffs in the series. So great job, Will. Uh, that bullpen, as I said in general, was, was quite good. The only thing I'll kind of say about the Braves in the playoffs that made me a little bit unnerved uh, – was those starting the starting pitcher uses? I, I just don't I don't get the bullpen game concept, the way we use it these days. I I don't get uh, starting guys like Dylan Lee and Tucker Davidson in these spots. Now, let me say uh, Tucker Davidson's a guy I'm very high on. He he is a pitcher that I've talked about before on this podcast. Uh, he pitched some this year and looked really good till he got hurt. Uh, you know, and I think Tucker's got a future with this team. I really do. I think you'll see Tucker Davidson either in the starting or relieving role for us next year. Uh, I think he's I think he's got good stuff and a good makeup. But putting Tucker in in, in the situation they did uh, in, in in game five, I believe he pitched in Atlanta, 
was a big, big ask for a kid like that who hasn't pitched in a major league game in, in a few months. Uh, but, you know, Tucker did not do terrible, but certainly it was one of those things where he, he just didn't he didn't have what we needed that, that night for us completely, and no fault of Tucker's. I think he'll be back and do well. Uh, I forgot to mention, and I got to mention, Kyle Wright uh, added to the roster, which kind of made us scratch our head, but, but he came in on the Dylan Lee start, I believe in game four that was, uh, which would have been where Charlie Morton would have been penciled in, and, and gave us big-time innings, and I felt like he was the best player, best pitcher in that game. So Kyle Wright, uh, you know, showing his, his prowess, showing his potential, uh, you know, looked really good, uh, had, had nice poise and might make up on the mound and gave the Braves a big, big, wasn't a start, but a big outing uh, in game four to get them in the spot where they can win that ball game. So uh, great job, Kyle Wright. Great job, Braves. Uh, you know, any, anything I'm kind of saying that may have been a little head scratching doesn't matter anymore because we won. Uh, again, I'll say it one last time to close this podcast. Before I say it, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll be back. I'll be back this, this, this offseason. I'm going to try to be back weekly or as news uh, breaks in the offseason. I will have some updates for you and some podcasts. So watch for those podcasts. And to close the podcast, I'll say it one more time. Congratulations to the 2021 Major League Baseball World Champions, your Atlanta Braves. Thanks for listening to the Braves Craze podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to follow the Braves Doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves.